Ronnie D is yeah. great. Tony D, Ronnie D, you guys are a couple of brothers out there. The Second Level with Aton Shander, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio now presents The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. That's how winning is done. I get out there and do it. Pulls up, three-pointer. I'll insert Mike Breen bang call here. Welcome back, everyone, to The Fix. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday night football. What up? What up, South Jersey? What a week, man. What a week for the debut of The Fix because, I I mean, sports nonstop. I open up the show first night, Monday night football. NBA Tuesday, Phillies wrapping up their series with the Mets. That game is still live, by the way. Bottom of the 7th, 6-6. Phillies were slight favorites in this game, minus 141, minus 140, depending where you looked. They need a win. I I said before this series started, the Phillies need to take this series. They got to win opening game, 4-1. And here they are now. They lose tonight. That's dropping two or three against the Mets. No bueno. Still going to make the postseason most likely either way, but we'll keep you updated there. And more importantly, I know we're Phillies fans for the most part in this area, but more importantly, we got football action, yo. And the Cleveland Browns up by eight at halftime. They go into the locker room. I go on the air. That's how we roll. 21-13 Cleveland. I like Cincy. I'm about to brag in a minute about my NBA knowledge. So listen, I'll brag, and I'll also let you know when I was wrong. I'm not afraid. I keep it real here, peeps. 609-601-3290. I'm live. This is not pre-recorded. We are live. We'll do it live. South Jersey hit me up. Eagles talk. John McMullen coming on at 10.30 p.m. for your hashtag football fix. So John tweeted something that gave me a headache. Super confused. Super confused. I'm always confused, but this really has me confused. So Pro Football Network tweeted out two hours ago tonight. A league source, no, multiple league sources, plural, plural, have told the Pro Football Network that there are some in the NFL who feel the Eagles head coach Doug Peterson may have reached his limit, and it's going to be a struggle for the Eagles here on out. Does anyone know what that means? What, What does that even mean? I never know what she's doing. Ma, the meatloaf. I want it now. League sources have told them that Doug Peterson may have reached his limit. 
I don't understand. Is he going to quit? Does he have, like, no more adjustments to make after week one? Like, what does reaching his limit mean? So that's why I bring in the best people here. And John McMullen is the best. NFL Eagles insider, writer for phillyvoice.com. You can find all of his articles on phillyvoice.com, so be sure to head over there. He also writes for Sports Illustrated at si.com. Follow him on Twitter at jfmcmullen. That's coming up at 1030, so make sure you keep it locked. It's going to be a good conversation. He'll update us on everything Eagles and NFL. Browns up by eight. Browns were six-point favorites heading into tonight's matchup, and they lead 21-13. to The public heavy on the under. And here we are. What's that? 21 plus 13. Carry the 1. 34. Right before kickoff, the total most places, depending where you look, as always, 43. So they're at 34. Public goes one way. Typically, I try and go the other. I didn't know about the total. I was leaning under, just like the rest of the world. I mean, you look at the Cincinnati Bengals. They Listen, I, I told you all week, I liked how Joe Barrow played Sunday. But he's he's a rookie. He's got a lot of work to do. That offensive line's not great. The Browns, I, I don't know. They're the Browns. I was never on the hype train, and I'm not getting on anytime soon. They're still getting overhyped. Baker Mayfield, I don't know what to make of him. Dude's got more commercials than he does football wins. Sorry. I mean, come on. If you want to crown him, crown him. Not me. I'm not crowning him. So they lead in the Battle of Ohio 21-13, to 13, and we're going to keep you updated. Halftime right now. They'll be getting that second half underway soon. The NBA, ladies and gentlemen. I guess now's a good time for me to brag, right? It's always a good time. Now's a great time, though. What did I tell you? The Miami Heat. Cue up the song, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. That's all Miami's doing. That's it, man. They are on a mission. I told you that story about Jimmy Butler in the bubble. Jimmy Butler was in the hotel a few weeks ago when the Bucks were still in the bubble. Shots fired. Jimmy Butler hit the elevator button, waiting to get on. Elevator arrives on his floor. Doors open. It's Kyle Korver. Nice, innocent, harmless Kyle Korver. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, it's me, Kyle. (laughs) Jimmy just put his head down. Waited for the doors to close, and Korver just sadly looked down. And that's a great story. I love that story. It's because... That just illustrates how focused Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat really are in this bubble down in Orlando. Jimmy Butler, I'm a huge fan. As a lot of you know who follow me, follow me on Twitter at WiseRye, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. Never wanted the Sixers to get rid of him. They got rid of him because they're soft. That's my summary. I'm not going to get into that. He has that Jordan mentality. He has that Kobe mentality. 
and he's in a situation now down in Miami that seems to be perfect, the perfect storm of a situation in the best way. You have Goran Dragic playing lights out this postseason. He goes for 25 tonight, 10 of 19 from the field. Duncan Robinson, the D3 story. Six of 12 from the field, Duncan Robinson. All of his shots were three-point shots because that's what he does. He spaces the floor, and he's a killer from behind the arc. Finished with 18 points. Bam Adebayo. He just seems like he's getting more and more confident, more comfortable. He goes for 21. 21 and 10, I might add. 21 points. Look at the stat line. 21 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, a block. Jimmy Butler, do you know what he finished with? 14. If your best player can get 14 and you win a conference finals game, you're that tells the story that you're clicking on all cylinders, that the team is confident, they're playing with chemistry, everyone understands their role, they have a great head coach in Spo, and the Miami Heat take a 2-0 series lead in the Eastern Conference Finals. They were underdogs going into Game 1. I picked the Miami Heat outright. They were underdogs going into tonight. I picked the Miami Heat outright. The under just came in. I also picked the under. That's why you got to keep it locked in right here on The Fix, AM 1490, Sports Betting Radio. You're not getting this insight anywhere else. Show me where you're getting it. You're a fool. You're a liar. Good day, sir. So there's much more to get into with the NBA and that game tonight. I told you last night, I also like the Miami Heat NBA Finals odds at plus 425. That number's going to go down. Hope you got it when I told you to get it. Lakers Nuggets preview tomorrow night, game one. Ton of storylines there. Browns have the ball now. We are underway Thursday night football. 21-13. Ball on the 25, Baker and shotgun. But on the other side, we have John McMullen. At 11 p.m., I have my man Scoop, Brandon B. Robinson. Hoops with Scoop at 11 p.m., and we're going to get into the game tonight. We're going to get into the Lakers. All the news and notes. The U.S. Open, round one in the books. We did a lot of U.S. Open talk. I gave you some of my picks. So we'll recap those picks. How did they do? I'll give you the updated odds for the second major of the golf season. We're just getting started here on The Fix. AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. We're going to take a quick break. Much, much more here on The Fix. Jimmy Buckets, baby. Jimmy Buckets. Taking it into 1 a.m. We'll be right back. The second level. Whose last name would you take as your own if you had to pick one? Asman, Desiree, or Shander? It's not Asman. Ron Asman? Yeah. I think you'd have to go Tony, right? Ron Shander isn't terrible. Ron Shander sounds like a real estate agent. Ron Desiree or Ronnie D. Ronnie D is great. Tony D, Ronnie D. You guys are a couple of brothers out there. The second level with Aton Shander. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. 
Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best. This is Joe Krause with this week's Financial Minute. One of the most important decisions you'll need to make when buying a home is choosing the length of your loan. Many banks and credit unions offer terms ranging from 10 to 30 years, with 15 and 30 being the most widely offered. Each of these options comes with its own set of pros and cons. Financial advisors agree that a 15-year mortgage is the best choice for those looking to maximize their savings over time by paying off the home and building equity faster. But since monthly payments on a shorter loan are higher, it can be more difficult to budget for them. On the other hand, a 30-year mortgage offers the convenience of lower monthly payments, which can help you if you're building your savings for emergencies and retirement while making payments. Need help finding the right mortgage option for you? Visit pfcu.com for more information. Philadelphia Federal Credit Union, not here for our profit, here for yours. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. The secret is out about the award-winning Wycombe Public House. People travel from everywhere for their mouth-watering 10-ounce burgers and the area's best wings, nightly food specials, their turkey ball, and their homemade treats. Wycombe Public House is a craft beer paradise with 18 rotating drafts, including a weekly selection from acclaimed local brewery Tired Hands. So hop in the car and take a drive to Bucks County because when you arrive at the Wycombe Public House, you'll know that you're home. Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf, where style meets performance. You know the feeling. Most of your golf shirts are too big, too tight, and don't look great. Get the classic style golf shirt with the modern feel and let pure feel take over the next time you play. BostonScottGolf.com. Boston Scott Golf. Feel good, play good, and enjoy a great round of golf. Visit now. BostonScottGolf.com. Use the code Harry and save 20%. AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio is South Jersey's home for my guys in the desert. Weekdays starting at 5. I'm Brent Musburger. Join me and the biggest names in sports and sports betting for the latest news and information on the games of the day. We'll deliver all the information that you need to wager and win at the sportsbook. That's my guys in the desert with me, Brent Musburger, right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Your home with a better network. All right, welcome back, everyone, to The Fix with Ryan Rothstein. A lot going on. Browns going for it on fourth and two right now. They connect. Landry down the sideline. Big game. Gutsy play call there by Cleveland. Last game of the year now, Cotton. Can't hold anything back. 
It's a bold strategy. Not sold on Baker Mayfield, man. And I liked him coming out of college. Questionable number one overall selection by Cleveland. I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Landry has three receptions, 47 yards. Baker already over 200 yards passing, 15 of 19. Two touchdowns, no picks. Big gain here. Browns take it up to the one-yard line. They're about to punch it in. No, it says touchdown, Nick Chubb. Broke off a big run. Looked like he was just short, but... Touchdown, Cleveland. 27-13. As they were minus six, they take a 14-point lead. We'll see if they go for two or just elect to get that extra point. And that over is basically a lock. Man. Thursday night football. Game two, Eastern Conference Finals. Jimmy Buckets didn't need that many buckets tonight. They still figure out a way to get a win. Jalen Brown had a great look from the corner for Boston to tie the game late. Misses it. Rest is history. 609-601-3290-609-601-3290. Live in studio with you all the way up until 1 a.m. Eastern. Looks like they're reviewing this. It was close. I don't think he got in, but I'll keep you updated. So the Heat take a 2-0 series lead. And I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know how Boston comes back from this. We've seen teams come back from down 2-0 already this postseason. Celtics the three seed, Heat the five seed. If this was a quote-unquote normal postseason these first two games would have been played in Boston and then Miami going back to Miami with a 2-0 series lead that would pretty much be over it would be much more difficult I think that's the more fair statement for Boston to figure out a way to tie this series up but they're playing on the same court every night so Boston's capable Boston's certainly capable I just don't see him doing it. This is a Miami Heat postseason. They will be representing the Eastern Conference. It's been my pick. It was my pick before the playoffs even began. People are like, what? Nah, Milwaukee, Milwaukee. No, come on. They're a regular season juggernaut. Their style of play doesn't translate to the postseason. I'm sorry. Giannis, Greek freak. And that's exactly what that dude is, all right? He's a freak of nature. But as far as his ability to shoot the ball when the game slows down in the postseason in those half-court sets, when the game is ugly and you see a lot of unders cashing like it did once again tonight. Started out at 210 right before tip-off. It was down to 207, 208, depending where he looked. So 207 is a push. That's the lowest total I saw under hit in most places, most sports books. When the game slows down, it's a different it's a different sport. It's a, it's a completely different sport. The regular season's like rec league. The guys are just up and down. The defense isn't as intense. A lot of three-pointers, a lot of transition points. Not in the postseason, man. 
all five guys are up in your grill, defending, playing hard, physical. It's tough to get into your offensive sets. It's a different game. Coaching comes into play. Star power comes into play. And who whoever has the bench and the depth and the role players that are capable of stepping up and knocking down shots and stealing you a game, stealing you two games here or there, that's the team that wins it all. And this postseason is refreshing. It's different. Last year, Toronto took care of Golden State easily. And that was kind of the end of Golden State. They had a ton of injuries. Okay, so that was a big factor. But now for the first time since what? Man, 2014? Maybe the last time LeBron was in Miami. And that's an interesting potential storyline. I understand the Western Conference Finals aren't even underway yet. But LeBron and L.A., with everything L.A.'s been through with Kobe Bryant, and I have some interesting stats that I'm going to get to later regarding that. The Lakers getting to the NBA Finals this year with all those storylines off the floor. And then you can add LeBron facing his old team, his old head coach, Pat Riley, Jimmy Butler. Man, it's going to be a lot of fun. And that's, listen, like I said, Lakers Nuggets not even underway yet, but the Heat taking a commanding 2-0 series lead. And I gave you those picks right here on the fix. Who do you like now to win it all in the NBA? 609-601-3290. And that touchdown by Nick Chubb, they reviewed it. They took it away. So it's third and goal now. Baker Mayfield drops back. He slings one into the end zone incomplete. That's a turn right there. Bengals step up a little bit. Goal line stand, and it looks like the Browns are going to attempt a field goal. So instead of 27-28-13, looks like it's going to be potentially... 24-13, I'll let you know what happens here. Fourth and goal for the Browns. They might be going for it. Yep. Really aggressive decisions and play calling so far by the Cleveland Browns and Stefanski. They know the pressure is on. They need this win. They need it bad. They've heard everything that's been said about them over the past three, four days on a short week. National television. Their foot is on the gas, and it's fourth and goal. They're about to snap it. Nope. Delay of game. Classic Baker Mayfield, classic Cleveland Browns. <laughs> oh, they're such a joke. They are such a joke. The Phillies, by the way, are still playing. Top of the eighth, and that's all knotted up at six. Phillies were a slight favorite going into tonight, minus 140. This is the third game in the three-game set. 1-1. Phillies need to win this series. They need to find a way here to knock in a couple runs and take care of business against the New York Mets. I'll keep you updated there. Still to come in about six minutes or so, NFL Eagles insider John McMullen for his daily appearance right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio on The Fix. You can also listen to John every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. And my guy, Scoop, Brandon Scoop B. Robinson, joining me at 11 p.m. right after John McMullen to talk hoops. 
U.S. Open. We're still going to get into that later in the show. Updated odds, surprises. And the Battle of Ohio. Just throw the record books out the window. They're garbage anyway. We'll be right back. The second level. For the fake news, the third story, which is Jake Asman schooling you yes. on a tweet I sent over the weekend. This is the result of that said tweet. I got to talk to the guy after you who tweeted out that a new name was going to be announced in 15 minutes. Did you see that Yeah, tweet? so I think Aton was making the joke basically being like, oh, we have a bad PR story. Well, let's announce a new name so no one's Thank talking you. about Darius. Well, that Guys, was a bad joke. It went over my head. Yeah, he fooled you. See, I'm on Aton's level there. He was doing a little, like, joking troll being like, oh, watch them put out their name now. No one will talk about Darius. Guys, we'll be talking about their new name. That was awesome. And thank you, Jake Asman. Look at that guy standing up for me, and he said even I'm on his level. Jake Asman is on the second level. I was trying to bring you up there with that joke on Friday. I can't believe, of all people, you took it literally. The second level with Aton Shander, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Finding the right lawyer for your legal issue can be a daunting task. Researching the internet, calling law firms, and trying to get a lawyer on the phone can all be a nightmare. And then you might not even find the right lawyer for your situation. My Lawyer Tree takes the hassle out of finding the right lawyer. Go to MyLawyerTree.com or call 1-833-LAW-TREE. That's MyLawyerTree.com or call 1-833-LAW-TREE and let them do the work for you. It's free, quick, and easy. My Lawyer Tree. When you need a good lawyer, now. I'm Joe Krause with your Home Improvement Minute, presented by Russell Roofing and Exteriors. Potential upcoming storms may leave you and your family with unexpected roof damage or property damage. Russell Roofing is here with emergency services and wants you to consider these suggestions. Things you can do from the ground. Look for cracked, damaged, or missing shingles, moss, loose nails, and uneven or indented shingles. Inspect your gutters and downspouts for dents and an accumulation of roof granules. And when you have a question, call Russell Roofing at 215-887-7800 for answers. Inside your home. Take notice to water spots on the ceilings in your attic. Look for water damage in particular rings around the nails on the ceiling and feel to make sure there is airflow. And most important, don't delay. Go to RussellRoofing.com. Two S's, two L's. That's RussellRoofing.com. I'm Joe Krause with your Home Improvement Minute. I'll see you at home. Heard it work? Go right now to InjuredWorkers.com. When you're injured on the job, your family is injured as well. Turn to a firm of legal attorneys that can help, that care, and that you can count on. Go to InjuredWorkers.com from Malamut and Associates. Nobody plans to get injured. When it happens, you need InjuredWorkers.com. Get the help you need from InjuredWorkers.com. Go to InjuredWorkers.com right now. Malamut and Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple, to serve each and every client until justice has been served. Get connected with Adam at MalamutLaw.com and let the power of Malamut and Associates represent you when it matters most. Malamut and Associates, South Jersey. Jersey's best.
Before you play your next round of golf, meet Boston Scott Golf, where style meets performance. You know the feeling most of your golf shirts are too big, too tight, and don't look great. Get the classic style golf shirt with the modern feel and let pure feel take over the next time you play. BostonScottGolf.com. Boston Scott Golf. Feel good. Play good and enjoy a great round of golf. Visit now, bostonscottgolf.com. Use the code Harry and save 20%. AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio is South Jersey's home for my guys in the desert. Weekdays starting at 5. I'm Brent Musburger. Join me and the biggest names in sports and sports betting for the latest news and information on the games of the day. We'll deliver all the information that you need to wager and win at the Sportsbook. That's my guys in the desert with me, Brent Musburger, right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Your home with a better network. And the Browns go for it. Fourth and goal. You think they have a touchdown. Nick Chubb with a nice run, a big gain. Ends up being down. They review it. And Stefanski with his foot on the gas, feeling the pressure. Going for it. They don't convert. 21-13. Browns still hold an eight-point lead. Cincy with the ball. Six-point underdogs going into the game. Battle of Ohio, man. You just got to throw the record books out the window. Right, John McMullen? Yeah, I mean, any rivalry game in this league and divisional game in this league, you tend to uh, throw uh, a little bit out the window because it it turns into uh, a little bit more competitive than maybe you would think because the teams know each other that well when they play each other that often. But, you know, I think there's been so much change with those both those teams, and I, I think it's, you know, the theme we've talked about a lot, Ryan, uncertainty early in this season. I don't think we're going to get a beat on this season until this really first month is over. Then we'll kind of figure out who's who and what's what. Yeah, the only teams that really look sharp week one, and we touched on that uh, earlier in the week, Chiefs, obviously, and uh, the Ravens with the reigning NFL MVP. But welcome, everyone, back to AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio and it's the football fix. John McMullen joins me every night right here, 1030, same time. Follow him on Twitter at JFMcMullen, phillyvoice.com, sportsillustrated at si.com. And he has his own show right here, extending the play every single Saturday, 10 to 11 a.m. So, John, we have to start with this report. I mean, what the heck? I saw you tweet this out. Well, you quote tweeted it yeah. a couple hours ago um, saying – Head coach Doug Peterson, this is pro, uh, per the Pro Football Network, is at his limit. What's going on? Yeah, I, I, I don't. Uh, I mean, it, it's Tony Pauline. So, I mean, Pro Football Network's pretty new, so a lot of people probably don't uh, know about it or or uh, use it as as a source too much. But Tony's pretty plugged in, more from a draft perspective. I would say, uh, than a league perspective. But so he, he's not, it, it's not like somebody uh, who, who doesn't have connections in the league is just throwing something out there. And um, But I, it was so strangely worded, I, I don't know how much you can take from it to, at his limit. 
you know, what does that mean? I, I, I've reported a lot about, you know, the coaching staff, for instance. Yeah, Doug didn't want to fire Mike Groh, didn't want to fire Carson Walsh. Is he at his limit with the front office? Is he at his limit with the quarterback? We've talked about that and the frustration, the stubbornness. Uh, is he at his limit with the general manager and the personnel deficiencies? So a- until we get a little bit more uh, clarification, uh, I'm not sure how uh, how serious he can take it. But then you have Wednesday and Doug looked like he slept in his office. And so <laughs> people are running with that baton as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's week one. You know, as much as I criticize this Eagles team, and I did, and, and I think they deserve criticism, uh, and I think it starts with Carson and, and trickles down from there, uh, he's not going to be at his limit because they lost one game, as bad as that loss was. So more than anything, to be honest, I kind of snickered at it. Yeah, it's just strange. And here's one thing that I always am able to point out with Doug Peterson. He, like, stays updated. Like, he definitely reads articles and the the papers and everything written online. And every time after a loss – He's really, like, snappy, and he's always kind of come, like, passive-aggressive in his press conferences. Yeah, he's cranky. He's cranky Doug, and I know you've said that before in the past. He said something the other day. It may have been Monday, the day after, or Tuesday. Like, oh, where how you guys are so... About watching film with us, yeah. And now he said how you guys so eloquently have been writing about (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was great, too. So, uh, you know, it, it just seems like he's always a little bit bitter and uh, stressed out after a loss. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing either. No. I mean, I, I would rather have somebody who takes uh, stuff like that to heart than somebody who didn't care. Uh, so I think you can look at it both ways. I, I never, I would never advocate a, a coach in this league um uh, spend a lot of time uh, reading stuff uh, from the media, and I say that as a media member. But it's clear. I I mean, look, I I don't think, Doug, I mean, there's probably a core group of 15 of us that are at every press conference and asking questions constantly. And And he pays attention to what we say and what we write, and that's where you get that snippiness. Um. And that's fine. I mean, it, it, it doesn't bother us because it's not personal from our perspective. And I don't even think it's personal from his perspective because, you know, behind the scenes he's always very cordial and always very affable with us. Um, so he understands we have a job to do and, and vice versa. Um, but I, I do think, and, and I've said this for years, I've, kind of had my ear to the ground and I keep waiting. I keep waiting for him to get upset at somebody, whether it is Jeffrey Lurie, whether it is Howie Roseman. Publicly, John? Um, like just to uh, cut you not, off not you even that. necessarily publicly. Just mm-hmm. you start to hear the rumors of, of him getting upset. I think there are reasons he should be upset. And one of them is that he won a Super Bowl. And he should be able to hire his coaches and and not fire his coaches if he doesn't want to. I firmly believe that. I firmly believe that's a reason to get upset. 
uh, whether fans agree with that or not, because I know the vast majority of fans wanted Mike Groh fired. I can tell you unequivocally he did not, and he was forced to fire him, and I don't agree with that. Um, Zach Ertz is another um, part of this, and the fact that if we're up to Doug Peterson, Zach Ertz would be happy. Zach Ertz would have a contract extension. Zach Ertz would be uh, a big part of this organization's future. Um, now, he's hardly the only coach that doesn't have personnel power. In fact, most don't. Um, but there's a lot of coaches that have more input than he does. And, again, not a lot of coaches that have won Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those have more input than he does. So that's a reason to get upset about. But I just mentioned that term affable. I mean, that's part of it. it, it Doug gets along with most people. And, you know, maybe he's got a a a, a, a deeper, a longer point to a breaking point than, than most coaches. Maybe that's true, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have a breaking point. So maybe, and we're just really speculating here, maybe this article by, by the Pro Football Network is insinuating that Doug has reached his breaking point, and you and I have touched on this in the past about the inability to have full control of his coaching staff, clearly um, personnel decisions. He doesn't have 100% control over that. And you look at other Super Bowl-winning coaches in the National Football League, Bill Belichick obviously does what he wants, Pete Carroll, John Gruden, Sean Payton, uh, Mike McCarthy, even Mike Tomlin. Do you feel like Doug Peterson is getting treated the same way as those coaches are from the front office and ownership? No. uh, I I don't think any of those names, uh, uh, most of those names, I shouldn't say any, uh, certainly uh, nobody's telling uh, Bill Belichick, who to hire and fire on his coaching staff, nor nor should they. Um, but that's a different level. Um, as far as personnel, you know, Doug's been pretty honest, and he says that's not his expertise. He, he doesn't seem to want uh, to get heavily involved, at least to the point where uh, he would be responsible uh, for putting together the roster. But that doesn't mean... He wouldn't like input uh, or more input. He certainly has input. Uh, but that's the kind of stuff that you, you weigh. And there's no way of really knowing when he reaches that point. But as I said before, I'm kind of surprised he hasn't reached that point, to be honest. It, it's most coaches in this league, and he's different. And that's, I, I think, part of the reason why he's successful is he doesn't have a huge ego compared to the average NFL coach. Um, and it's kind of strange, to be honest. It's it's all, it's rare, uh, and it's a little bit weird because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you expect it. You right. expect it. That's what makes and, him great, right? But that's at some point, as a person, you just want to get treated with the respect that you feel like you deserve. You don't need to be praised 24-7, but if he feels like he's underappreciated, not even appreciated, this could be an important season for him. 
Yeah, I mean, I think they all are. I, I think there's been uh, a massive overreaction to week one and uh, and that loss. Uh, I mean, it, it, it is just off the charts. And I know this is a football-crazy area, um, the Delaware Valley as a whole, but, I, I mean, yeah, it's a bad loss. Uh, that's a bad football team. That's a team you should have won team you probably do win if you're not being a, a little haughty and you play Miles Sanders. Um, you probably win the football game anyway, even playing that poorly. Um, so, I, I, you know, you can say all that and also be realistic about it, saying it's week one of a season where we didn't have a preseason, we didn't have an off season. You don't have fans in the stands, and that changes the impact of, say, a home game. I mean, I've already said about that Rams game. In a typical season, think about it this way, Ryan, and we'll use it from a handicapping standpoint. Mm-hmm. you got a team coming from west to east, which is never uh, easy to do, in the body clock game at 1 o'clock, so three hours earlier um, to, to the people in Los to the Rams, obviously, it feels like an early morning game. We know how impactful that has been in the history of this league. Teams do not do it well. And then, oh, oh all of a sudden, they're, they're showing up to Philadelphia with 70,000 people screaming in their faces uh, the minute they come out to the field. They're not winning that football game. Simple as that. They're not winning. And this, now they're going to show up on Sunday. Nobody's there. Uh, that is gone. That home field advantage, they can communicate easily. They can do whatever they want from that standpoint. You saw I've, I've mentioned this with Green Bay, Minnesota, similar situation. Uh, Vikings have that huge home field advantage, totally off the books. That's what's going to happen to the Eagles. Not saying they're going to lose the game, uh, but it makes it more difficult. So everything is weird this year, and I think, that loss, as bad as it was, I think the overreaction has been just ridiculous. I mean, it always is in Philadelphia, and that's what makes the fans crazy, but passionate is a positive way to describe them. And, you know, the overreaction is is what we do, and I'm not justifying it, but listen, you go into this matchup now against a good football team. The Rams, by the way, have won nine of their last September football games. You can do what you want with that stat. But Eagles fall to 0-2, and, and that's not a good position that, you know, they want to be in. No, certainly not. You never want to start 0-2 in this league, and it, it, it doesn't bode very well. Uh, obviously, there's been plenty of teams that have recovered. This team has recovered in the past from four starts to make the playoffs uh, numerous times under Andy Reid and, and under Doug Peterson with those midseason slumps. But um, so – it can be overcome, but yeah, certainly you don't want to be 0-2. You don't want to have a division loss on your record and a conference loss. Uh, that will come into play. But also remember, you got the extra playoff team. And also remember, I mentioned <laughs> uh, earlier this week on the show, this is shaping up as a bad division again. Uh, I mean, the Washington football team is in first place. Nobody else won pretty clear even that despite that win over the Eagles pretty clear Washington's not going to be able to score points they're not going to be successful uh, long term even with that defensive front they still have so much to work to 
work to do to add playmakers um, around Terry McLaurin. That's pretty much it. Uh, the Giants are, are in rebuild mode, uh, and, and they're not ready. And everybody talks about the talent of the Cowboys, and I do think they're the most talented team in the division, but if you compare them to the other teams, you mentioned Kansas City and Baltimore, they're not even close to that. So um, with the extra playoff team and the fact you're in a bad division, the Eagles are going to be in this thing. They're going to be in this thing, Not, not saying a contender, but certainly a playoff contender. Yeah, the Eagles right now to win the NFC East, by the way, the odds are plus 160, the Dallas Cowboys minus 110, and the Washington football team plus 700. Um, so <laughs> that's the lead. Yeah, the the first place Washington football team. <laughs> yeah, because everybody knows, uh, you know, they, hey, you can have, uh, by the way, I mean, uh, other than San Francisco, I think you can argue that Washington has the best front in the entire NFL. And that's like, and and I say it all the time, every NFL team has really, really good players. You just got to find them. Where are they on the roster? That's where they are in Washington. But the really good teams, they're they're obviously more well-balanced, and that's the problem. Washington is still a work in progress as they continue to gain and continue to acquire playmakers, and if Dwayne Haskins kind of turns the corner, then you start saying, oh, that team's set up because of that defensive front. But they're a long way from that right now. We're talking with John McMullen as we do every night right here on The Fix, AM 1490, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Keep it locked right here for the Football Fix, NFL Eagles Insider uh, phillyvoice.com be sure to head over there also for sports illustrated at si.com and john you have a new article out with the title traveling darius slay might be more difficult against the Rams." so what can we expect from slay this week yeah it's going to be interesting because it, it was i mean i just talked about it i mean it's pretty easy if you want to travel darius slay you just say okay we're playing washington he's going to follow terry mclaurin and that's pretty much what happened uh jim confirmed uh basically they were man to man about 50 plays uh 50 defensive plays so the vast majority uh and and when they were uh slay was following uh, and traveling with Terry McLaurin. Uh, this week with the Rams, I mean, it, it, it starts with Robert Woods. If they do travel him, it, it's more likely, uh, it, most likely he would travel with Robert uh, Woods. But you also have uh, Cooper Cup, and, and you have Josh Reynolds and Van Jeffrey, and they have tight ends, Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett. I mean, they have a lot of playmakers, so I think it's got to be, a, a more focused on the back seven as a whole uh, because there are so many uh, receiving threats that can hurt you uh, from the Rams standpoint. So you have to start thinking, do you want to travel uh, with Woods and, and leave um, the lesser cornerbacks on other players? And, and, and Cup is, is mostly a, a slot receiver. So that makes sense that Mikel Roby Coleman's going to be on on him. Uh, but Josh Reynolds is a, is a 6'3 receiver. Now, you don't think of him as a star, 
but all of a sudden you got six three against five nine Avante Maddox, and that's something Sean McVay will will probably want to take advantage of if you say, okay, Slay's always going to be on Robert Woods. So you have to ask these questions if that's the way you want to handle this game. One more for John McMullen before we let you go, John, and another article because you are everywhere. Post it on phillyvoice.com. You outline what you and I have been talking about a lot this week, and it's titled Eagles Continue to Walk Fine Line with Carson Wentz. And, you know, you're around this team a lot. You're there every single day. What's the vibe around this team? If you can really gauge it, because I know you're a little bit, you know, more for, uh, an arm's length away from them, so to speak, with everything going on. But are they upbeat? Is Carson still feeling and looking and appearing like the leader that he needs to be? How's it been? Well, you're right, number one. It is more difficult this year than it is in typical years because instead of being in the locker room where you can really get a feel, mm. um, uh, you are on Zoom, so there's only so much uh, you can do from that standpoint. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's there's a ton of panic at this stage, and that's where I talked about the overreaction. And, I, you know, Miles Sanders is going to be back. Lane Johnson is going to be back. Derek Barnett is going to be back. Brandon Graham is going to play. Um, so all of a sudden, I, I mean, talent takes care of a lot of issues. And that's some of the best talent that the Eagles have. Uh, in the case of Miles and, and Lane, they weren't out there, and Derek Barnett, they weren't out there at all. Obviously, Brandon had the concussion scare. He was out there for a while. Uh, but, you know, that clears up a lot of issues right off the top. And, and I wrote about Miles Sanders earlier this week. And not that he's Emmett Smith picking up in pass protection, but that's what I wrote on Philly Boys. If you look at Boston Scott and Corey Clement in that game, you might as well be because they were so bad. Anybody who's even confident to pick up a blitz, everybody focused on the offensive line, Ryan. Those backs really, really had a bad afternoon in pass protection. Well, hopefully they can turn it around this Sunday against the Rams. And you mentioned – Lane Johnson, the Eagles, thirty-six and seventeen, including the playoffs with Lane, six and twelve without him. So welcome back, Lane Johnson, this Sunday, and we'll see if the Philadelphia Eagles can get back in the win column for the first time this season. John, thank you once again. As always, man, tomorrow we'll get your uh your picks and uh really dive into the matchups and previewing this Eagles Rams matchup. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Ron. All right, John. Thanks, brother. There he is, John McMullen. As always, every single night here on The Fix 1030. We'll see, man. I mean, listen, Carson Wentz, this is a big game for Carson Wentz. That report, and I say report loosely because it's really, it feels like clickbait, and I'm not discrediting um, PFN insider Tony Pauline and I go to John for who's credible, who's not, what should I think of this. He says Tony's a credible guy, but he didn't really say much. You know, all he really said was Doug's reached his limit or potentially reached his limit. It's something, but I don't know what to take from that. You know, John and I have been talking for a long time on multiple different platforms and podcasting together, and we speak almost on a daily basis, and 
we've discussed this a lot with Doug Peterson, especially last season with Grow and the coaching staff and past couple years, it doesn't seem like Doug has a ton of say. Last year at one point, Doug has a press conference and he says, my guys are coming back, they're returning next year, and then a day or two later, Jeffrey Lurie and the Eagles announced, no, they're parting ways with those guys. And that really made Doug Peterson look like a you-know-what. And any normal person wouldn't be happy about that. So that's just one big public incident. I'm sure there's a lot of things that we don't even know about. The Zach Ertz thing, that's a big deal. And we talked a lot about Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz so far this week, but Doug has to be frustrated at how the front office has treated Zach Ertz so far this season. And listen, it's a strong possibility that the front office, Jeffrey Lurie, High Roseman, went to Doug prior to week one and said, you know, you're going heavy Dallas Goddard this week. We need to see what's up with Dallas because what Zach is asking for, we don't want to give him. And if you're a head coach, and if that's true, I'm speculating, that's frustrating. And this town doesn't make anything easier on you to begin with when all things are great. A lot of storylines, a lot of question marks. It's a big game Sunday. I know John mentioned overreaction, and that's what Philadelphia fans and the city and the Delaware Valley, that's what we do. But I think there's some truth to this reaction. I think this is a very big game against a much better opponent than the previous week. Have to get back on track. Lane Johnson's back. Miles Sanders is back. You have to find a way to get in the win column, get to 500, and move forward. 0-2, Carson Wentz looking sloppy. It's going to get ugly here real quick. Never gets ugly here on The Fix, though. We're going to take a quick break. Much more. One hour in the books. On the other side, we're going to transition from football talk to ball talk. Ball is life. Talking hoops with Scoop. Right here on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Yay, yay. second level what the hell happened with the houston rockets just more disappointment again 104 the thunder are not going to score points 104 last night in the nba was such a split was such a dichotomous night in which you had another underperforming underachieving effort by the houston rockets in a close-out scenario where that game was gift-wrapped All they had to do was just hit shots. That's it. Oklahoma City was not keeping up. If they put up 110, 115, OKC doesn't get an extra six or eight points out of tempo. That was it. That was all they could muster. And you barely, just barely cracked the century mark against a team that last time out shot themselves in the foot faster than Plexico Burris in a nightclub. The second level with Aton Shander. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Galval Insurance wants to save you 40% on your car insurance right now, and they will do it today. Here's managing partner Jim Muehlbrunner. A lot of people pay a lot more premium than they need to, and they may not have the coverage to 
to justify what they're paying. There's no charge for the complimentary insurance review. You will save money and you will connect with a company that is an advocate, not a broker. Go to DVIGI.com or simply call Jim at 215-354-0122. That's 215-354-0122. I've met clients that think that I, as an independent agent, charge a fee versus going direct to Geico or going direct to Progressive. We do not charge a fee. Let Dell Val Insurance save you up to 40% on your car insurance. Get your complimentary review. Call Jim Muehlbrenner directly at 215-354-0122. 215-354-0122. Your savings are a phone call away. My name is Frank Halber, and I serve as president of Ask Me Local 1637. Every day, countless lives are devastated in our country at the hands of the opioid epidemic. Whether sparked by a pain-related work injury or other issues, many of those afflicted are family members, friends, and co-workers. It may even be you in desperate need of help. No one is immune to the effects of this terrible epidemic. If you or someone you know or love is suffering from addiction to opioids or other substances, don't wait another day to reach out to someone and seek help. I have personally felt the pain that this epidemic inflicts, and I beg of you to tell a friend, a family member, or a professional now and get the support you need like your life depends on it, because it does. Remember, it's not where you start the race that counts. It's that you finish that matters the most. My name is Frank Halber of Ask Me Local 1637. I'm a labor leader and organized labor cares. Malamut & Associates is South Jersey's endorsed and preferred personal injury and workers' compensation firm, specializing in finding success during your greatest time of need. Managing partner Adam Malamut's history in South Jersey is heralded with recognition and awards, yet his approach to law is rather simple. You're hearing AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Listen online at 1490sportsbettingradio.com. 